The Carly and Seamus Mental Health Special. G'day everyone, Sam Wood here. Hope you're all staying happy, healthy and sane at home. Remember, stronger together, we will get through this and do your best to look for the silver linings because I promise you there's some in there. Listen on your smart speaker, hit app or via download at hit.com.au. Joining us is a guy by the name of Dr. Tim Sharp. He has three degrees in psychology, including a PhD, and he has done a lot of research into what makes people happy. In fact, he calls himself the chief happiness officer, and he works at a place called the Happiness Institute, which is Australia's first organisation devoted solely to enhancing happiness in individuals, families and organisations. And he joins us now. Good morning, Dr. Tim. Good morning. Thanks for having me. Now, can I ask straight off the bat, what is the secret to happiness, mate? Have you got the million-dollar answer? Uh, yes, I do, in fact. Uh, the secret is that there's no secret. Okay. <laughs> Thanks for joining us. See you, mate. We'll talk to you. No. So w- what do you mean? Oh, the slightly longer answer is um, there isn't a secret. There's no magic answer. Um, even if there were one thing, it would differ for different people. But the bottom line is we all know, all of your listeners know what would make them happier. The trick is to actually do those things. And I, I guess just to give you a simple example, um, you know, we all know what would make us fitter and stronger, going to the gym and exercising more. Why don't many people do it? That's, the, that's where the real challenge is. And it's the same with other aspects of mental health. Most people know what they could or should do. We've just got to help them do it more regularly and a bit more with a bit more discipline. Is there a difference between short-term happiness and long-term happiness? So, for example, uh, in these current climates with isolation, a lot of people will enjoy drinking because it'll make them happy. But that's in the short term. In the long term, it's really negative. So, how do you kind of employ those, you know, short-term pain for long-term gain kind of? approach? Mm. Yeah, a really good question. And there is a difference. So the ancient Greeks actually used to have two separate words. They had a word called hedemonia, or which we might think of as like hedonism, which is for pleasure and joy. That's the sort of short term thing that we might get from, you know, from partying and stuff, which is not inherently bad. But as you said, um, too much drinking, for example, obviously will have um, negative consequences, some very serious consequences over the long term. Um, the other word, though, is eudaimonia, um, which is more about meaning and purpose or living a good life. Uh, that doesn't mean we'll be smiling and laughing every minute of every day, but what it means we'll be working towards sort of longer term goals, which even though there'll be, you know, maybe blood, sweat and tears involved, ultimately there's that sense of satisfaction which is incredibly valuable so what we need to try and do is balance them that short-term pleasure is still really important um, we need to have fun it's important to to find joy in life in, and in the present day but we need to understand that the benefits from that are relatively short-lived and they don't go deep so what we also need is that eudaimonia that meaning and purpose or living a good life And the other thing about that is that that goes beyond us as individuals. To really live a good life, we need to not just feel good, but do good. And that's where other people come in. That's where we need to think about others and be caring and compassionate, et cetera. So, so yes, it's, it's, I guess if there's a secret in a sense, it's about balancing those two uh, different aspects of happiness. It's interesting uh, what you say there about longer-term happiness and working towards something. This is such an uneasy time for so many people, especially surrounding work and having a balanced life. We're all kind of stuck inside at the moment. So what would your advice be to people that are trying to maintain some level of happiness at the moment in what is quite unhappy times for Uh, a lot of people? Really good question. And look, to be honest, I've been speaking 
to a lot of people about these uh, these issues over the last few weeks, as you can imagine. And and I honestly think, although there's some, you know, there's some very real issues around health and you know getting sick or worrying about loved ones getting sick. There's some very real issues to be said about uh, job security, financial stress, etc. But I think for most people. The really big issue is that uncertainty. That's the thing that many of us really, really struggle with. I mean, we don't like uncertainty at the best of times, but particularly at the moment when it's at such a massive level and it's affecting everyone. Um, so, uh, yeah, if we can find a way to cope with that uncertainty, we'll go a long way towards getting through this better. Um, well, there's a few things we can do. One of the things I think is is we actually need to prioritise happiness still, which might sound weird, but um, happiness is one of the things that can help us get through that. Now, we need to accept that it's okay not to be okay. We need to accept that we will feel anxious, we will feel stressed, we're going to feel sad and angry and frustrated. These are all normal human emotions. But at the same time, if we can find a way to build some pleasure and happiness, real happiness, into our lives, that's actually energising, that's motivating, and that's what will help us uh, utilise the skills we need to build the resilience we need to get through it. So. To come back to a few really simple practical things to deal with uncertainty, um, what we can try and do is focus more on those things we have control over and less on those things we don't have control over. You know, none of us can control the virus directly. Um, many of us can't control the future of our jobs necessarily or some of those issues. But what we can control is what we do on a day-to-day -day basis. So we can still you know, try to stick to some sort of routine to keep that sort of sense of normality. What we can do is you know, find ways to exercise and eat well to take care of our physical health and well-being. Uh, what we can do is keep in touch with friends and family. You know, even when we, we might have to physically distance, but we don't have to socially distance. We can still maintain, and in fact, I would say we, we should do all we can to maintain our connections, our relationships with family, friends and colleagues, because that's one of the most important things. So if we focus on those things that we can do, that will counteract a bit at least. Uh, the worry that we sometimes feel about the things that we, we don't necessarily have control over. Dr. Tim, thank you so much for joining us. Oh, thanks so much for having me and, and good luck, everyone. Take care and stay healthy. The Carly and Seamus Mental Health Special. This is Bob Manning, Mayor of Cairns. It's marvellous how people react. Is someone just paying a little bit of attention to them and uh, problem shared is uh, always a, a problem then that's better handled. Be aware of yourself and think about other people because sometimes we think we're tougher than what we really are and then we find we fall in a, into a bit of a heap. My appeal to you is stay calm throughout all this. Keep an eye on your family. Stay close to your friends and uh, dear neighbours and uh, for goodness sake, look after each other. That's the right thing to do. Thank you. Listen on your smart speaker, hit app, or via download at hit.com.au.